afternoon. You are listening to 91.9 FM WDRT in Viroqua, Wisconsin. This is the Heart of Wellness Show with host Drs. Paul and Paula Grenier. Wow, I haven't heard that for three and a half, four years, three it, years. It's been a while, as they would say in that song. Yeah, we're back, folks. We're back. Um, feels good to be back in the studio. Um, you know, a little bit older, a little bit wiser, maybe. I don't know. So... Dr. Paul and I are going to just hammer it out today and have some fun and remind you of what the Heart of Wellness Show is all about, um, why it started and what its principles are. And uh, we're flying solo today because we just wanted to kind of, you know, reintegrate what this hour is all about. And uh, we'll be gracing the airwaves uh, once a month, right? Once a month, fourth Sunday, fourth Sunday of each month. The Wellness Show on Sunday. The Heart of Wellness Show. The Heart of Wellness, our Heart of Wellness. Let's not but forget also, about the heart. I was just thinking about all the other wellness shows that are on. Well, taking uh, turns. yeah, so there's every Sunday at noon, there's a show involving some type of health topic in some way, and you will um, hear those folks if you stick on this station at noon every Sunday. You hear the other folks, but we will be the Heart of Wellness Show on the fourth Sunday. So, so our uh, theme... Uh, we're we're coming in to today is uh, Dao. We're going to take the Dao Di Ching. The um, One Spirit Rising had this just this weekend. Well, now if you say One Spirit Rising, now we have to explain One Spirit Rising. So One Spirit Rising is a spiritual group in Viroqua that meets the first and third Sundays. And this particular year, they are choosing we, they, all of us, to focus on that word you just said. And you, I think you said it right, Paul. I'm impressed by that because it's a hard. The Tao, the Tao Te Ching. I think there's different ways of saying it, but we are focusing on um, embracing the Tao Te Ching just, just throughout the, verse, the year. Verse 67. So verse 67 is what we talked about a few days ago. And I'm just, I have just three things to teach. Simplicity, patience, and compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simple in actions and in thoughts. You return to the source of being. Patient with both friends and enemies. You accord with the way things are, compassionate towards yourself. You reconcile all, reconcile all beings in the world. And in a way, wellness is based on that, in my mind, is keep it simple. And this is also something we heard that day. We always had to kiss, as Paula reminded me. Keep it simple, stupid. I reminded you. <laughs> she would remind that to me. I never <laughs> called you time. stupid. I don't I, do that. I, I just said kiss. <laughs> But I knew what it meant. But now I got a new meaning. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Isn't that a, a better way to create a long-term relationship? Yes, yes. Look at that. We're not on the air for years, and right away you're telling people I call you stupid. Okay, okay everyone, I did not call Paul stupid. Clarify, clarify. Okay, so Sweetie. anyway. In fact, our pet name for each other is sweetness, dude. I know. Keep it simple, sweetness. How well, about that? Well, here we go. Keep it simple, sweetness. It's just to ourselves, to be kind to ourselves, to be compassionate to ourselves. Wellness is actually pretty simple. Health is, the heart of wellness is really simple. We are born, the number one principle in chiropractic. You are, you are 
connected to the universal force of all intelligence. That's the number one principle. There's a universal force, a universal intelligence in all things. There's connection. And that, number two, is the principle is in us. The power, the wisdom, the source, the energy is inside of us. We are, we are these light beings that are connected to the greater light. That is our principle of wellness. So it's that, it's simple. So how do you connect to that? How do you connect? Because the third principle, and maybe I'm torquing these a little bit because it's a, uh, but the third principle is that power is expressed through our nervous system in, in the chiropractic world. And we want to th- keep things cleared. But any wellness is about clearing the pathway so our power within can express itself to the full potential. Our right. soul, the, the spirit within, is able to express itself. That's true wellness. Um, <clears throat> because we haven't been on the air in many years, and maybe some of you listening maybe have never heard our show in the past because it was on Tuesday morning. So if that is the case, I think we should do just a brief intro of who we are. Because they were like, Oh, I don't know. No. Well, my point is, folks, is that I said Drs. Paul and Paula Grenier and Dr. Paul uh, launched right into some of the principles of chiropractic. So I just want to clarify, we are chiropractors and we have based our whole life existence as far as our um, passion in the world and service to the world through the art, science and philosophy of chiropractic. So that's where he was ripping off those three first principles of is what we have chosen to um, share in the world. And then hence doing that, wow, we've learned so much in, and we graduated in 1989. And so we've learned so much about life and wellness principles well beyond the chiropractic basic philosophy. And we you know, really realize they, they trickle into everywhere, right? When you said wellness is simple, it's so funny, right? In one sense, the concept of wellness is simple, but yet the concept of being well, as we'll talk about today and shows in the future, of all the intricacies and ways that um, like there's a whole industry of keeping people well, right? It's, a, it's amazing how it is really simple, but yet we humans make it really complicated, right? How we twist and turn in our lives and create different things to keep us, um, to create non-wellness situations and how we bring ourselves back into wellness, right? So we'll be talking a lot about that in, the, in this show and in the future. Well, it really gets complicated when you bring money in there. Mm. It really gets complicated. The when root. You bring- what is the saying? Money, the root of all evil. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no, isn't that a biblical thing? But anyway, I, correct. It is complicated when you bring money into it. Really. Yeah. Because wellness is actually pretty cheap. True. Wellness, wellness is a gift. A, a, a born, you know, from, from, my, from our perspective, you are born with the gift of the source. You're born with the gift of that principle within, the power within. We are part of that process. No, not everybody. There's a few that maybe don't have all their limbs. Maybe the, you know the process. But the, we have this opportunity to be the best we can be in uh, um, what we've been given. And that, that process is what is wellness. It's an empowering opportunity to truly, truly be the best that you can be. And that is... So this, this twist between healthcare and wellness... Is, is wellness, again, is pretty fit. You eat great food, you go for a walk, here again, simplicity, you go for a walk, you maybe meditate, you maybe pray, you maybe just eat organic food or natural food or what God has given us, that, that 
being a forger in the world. It's, it's health is wellness is simple in the form of what do we need to do? Can I read a definition of wellness that we, sure. I mean, there's so many of them out there, but you know, you know, the worldwide web of information and Googling and searching and, you know, I laugh, Paul and I have talked about Harlem Wells for our whole, what, years, but still it's kind of fun to just review a definition. And here is someone's. What is wellness? Wellness is maximum health potential. It is a holistic philosophy, an active lifestyle that doesn't wait for something to go wrong before you do something about it. We tend to view someone who shows no signs or symptoms of health or problems as healthy, but wellness goes beyond the absence of symptoms and works toward achieving maximum potential and prevention of health problems, right? So if you want to be well, if you want to live a life of wellness, you know, one doesn't want to wait for problems to show up, right? We want to uh, skip ahead of that, stay ahead of that game, right? And have choices that you make in your life to live wellness, maximum health potential. I, lo I love that personally. I love that idea of, you know, our office named is quality of life chiropractic, right? It's like, you know, the, the essence of your life and the quality of it, right? It's not just waiting to fix a problem. It's like, no, we want the best quality, we want the maximum health potential well beyond the absence of symptoms. So that's one definition of wellness. Well, there's a, another defini defini definition that says, in this is a chiropractic principle again, coming back from health is not a, a lack of symptoms because a dead person doesn't have any symptoms and that's not too healthy. So, so that, I mean, that's from a simple per perspective that when you're alive, you are going to feel and it is going to direct you in certain certain areas, right? So if you have, let's say, sore joints. Oh man, I wake up in the morning and I'm pretty sore. Well, maybe it's time to go on a cleanse. Maybe we need to, to <coughs> recharge our bodies and give our, our bodies a chance to, to set ourselves free so you can be empowered to create health in your life. So health care, or what gets paid for by insurance, has been uh, uh, torqued into health. Like that's not health. Like what would you, that's treating symptoms and disease dysfunction. I'm not saying that they don't, that doesn't have a place, but health on a wellness level is our responsibility. Is our responsibility to make that difference. It's, it's different philosophies. You know, we, we talked about this when we were younger and learning about how, how do we want to um, approach health or clients and help them. So there's like the holistic philosophy and there's the um, traditional allopathic, right? So the holistic philosophy, again, is comprising the body, mind, spirit in an individual. You, you know, the components must be integrated as one in order for the person to be well. The whole person is assessed and treated where there's a health problem. It differs from the allopathic, which goes, what is the symptom? And let's remove that symptom, right? That is like another approach. So we're, we're speaking from the holistic philosophy of wellness. Yeah. And that's, again, they're not opposing each other. This is, this is paths that are actually going in the same direction if, because they both have a purpose on this planet. Emergency care, when you get into a situation, a car accident, you know, when a person is uh, at a point of, of like, wow, I'm in trouble. That's where allopathic care 
is so vital and so important and so necessary. But when the process of uh, healthcare becomes treating of symptoms and not, so again, empowering yourself, mm-hmm. choosing to, to move, to new, uh, um, uh, um, nourish, detox, these are things that we're talking about. I'm, Mentally, consciousness matters. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on that and have a discussion here on that, Doctor Paul. Let's do, Doctor Paul. It. Right? Um, opposing. You know, holistic philosophy is like like my toe really hurts. So, allopathically, they would try to help your toe, but holistically, you'd say, well, why would one's body have a sore toe? What's what's happening in the body that might cause a sore toe? Right? Correct. You know, the joke is like, I have a headache. Okay, we'll cut it off, cut your head off. You're not going to do that. You know, so what's, what's the underlying potential or problem or imbalance in the body that's creating tor- sore toe? Or for example, I'll, I'll give mine right now. Gee, my joints are kind of aching, right? Well, from my experience of who I am, I understand that some of my choices I've been making in the past two weeks were causing some more inflammatory feeling in my body. Sugar and flour, I'll call them out in my body. I react to those now. I see that. It's not Plus the lack of balance. sleep. There might be some sleep in there. <laughs> might be some sleep. But my, my, my point is it's not like I have a joint problem. I don't have a joint problem. My problem is me, what I'm doing to my body, and it's expressing itself in a way that's causing me now physical ailments that I want to find the answer to. I don't need medication to make my joints. I don't need to cut my fingers off. I, I need to look at who I am and what I've been choosing that was not the best choice for me. And hence, the outward expression of my not well-being is some joint achy and paining. Right? I know when I clean that up, the choices of my body, then I tend to not have that experience. So I don't have a joint problem. I have a polyp problem. We're constantly being... We're in this constant communication with our bodies and life. We're in con- Yeah, we're in constant communication. We're sure. in constant communication with our bodies and life. In other words, we're, 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 there's communication is going on. It's like, hey, what have you been doing lately? Oh, eating a lot of sugar. Wow. Now I'm feeling it. You, you notice it. You know, they're not all of it. Some of these things take a long time to develop. And, and you know, we get 50,000 new cells a second. We get a brand new body every year. This is one thing that is not talked about enough in society is that you're reborn on a regular basis. You get a brand new heart every every four months or so, 120 days, a heart cell lives. So if we're getting, we're, we're recharging and rebirthing on a regular basis, mm-hmm. what we think subconsciously and consciously, how, what we believe and how we act, all three of those are in order. And what, we, and what does that do? It creates our new life. It creates our new cells. It creates our new body. If we're constantly putting in chemicals in our body, pharmaceuticals, uh, chemicals in food, chemicals in what we eat, drink, and drive, you know, all of those things, what we breathe in in the air, it's like we have to, today's world compared to our great-grandparents' world, we have a lot more toxicity in our world. Electronics. The, the, the airwaves are full of it. The, 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 this, you know, invisible 
interference in our field. You know, so, so if we're an energetic being and we this energy in the field, in our, our own field that we're putting out there, the own quantum field, and we connect with the, the, the greater field, our thoughts and our actions, our beliefs, all matter in how we're going to rebuild our heart, rebuild our skin. Everybody knows that you get new skin. Well, the skin just happens to be the largest organ in the body. When you break your humerus, your, and that rebuilds itself over six to eight weeks, 10 weeks or so, this, your humerus on the other side is always also rebuilding itself. Maybe not as fast because the body says, hey, this is the emergency. We got to take care of that. We are constantly rebuilding. The choices we make on a daily, moment-by-moment -moment basis will determine what type of bone you rebuild, what type of heart you rebuild, what type of stomach do you rebuild. So our emergencies, I was actually had my brother, just had, is going through a, a health process right now. And I started I was sharing this with my sister that, wow, he needs to detox you know, for, for maybe a month or two, maybe even three months, just really detox, get rid of the sugar, get rid of the alcohol, get rid of the uh, caffeine, the, um, uh, you know, get rid of the toxic material, start eating all organic, maybe even give yourself a, a break with the meat and the dairy. Doesn't mean it's poisonous, but it is, it is hard to digest. Give your body a chance to rebuild. Rebuild the whole. I mean, I mean, if you're really in trouble, maybe you're cancering at the moment. Maybe you need to take a whole year to have that process, to 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 allow yourself to rebuild. And my when I was talking to my sister, my sister started crying and said, "Paul, why are you blaming him? You know, why are you blaming him for for you know going through the health crisis he's going through?" And I I said, "I'm not blaming him. I'm I'm trying to empower him." Because like, we have not been taught that our health is determined by the environment we create and how we respond to it. How we, you know, are we responding, responding with a positive attitude? Are we getting up in the morning with, a, with an attitude that today I'm going to make some choices that were better than yesterday? I'm going to choose not to have that, that Mountain Dew the first thing in the morning. I'm gonna choose not to drink that coffee. I'm gonna choose not to have that donut with that coffee. I mean, you know, this this process of, wow, what I put in my body, what I, th and, and this again, it goes in with the thoughts, to become empowered about who we are and how we create our life. Mm-hmm, yeah, that is a good secret. It's a secret that, it's. Um, you know, in a basic sense, it'd be like when you're a kid, mom would say, not too many cookies, like kind of like that, but that other sense of that really, truly, we have a we have a, an opportunity to co-create our health, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there, let's say sometimes maybe things happen to people, but this idea of can I be a part of that responsibility to um, manifest what happens in my body and how I feel? Like that idea of like, wait a minute. You know, wait a minute, that... I'm not. I'm not a victim to everything around me. I'm actually an actual um, participant in my health. Speaking of participate, participation. Participatory w word. 
WDRT participates in our community probably better than any voice out there because there might not be too many other voices. Either way, we are here to connect with the universe out there. The universe as far as we can reach. And with the Internet, we get to go all around the globe. WDRT wow. 91.9 is a global voice <laughs> of life. And thank you for bringing that into our community. That means we get a participatory award. We get an award for being a participant. Yeah. I want, I want an award. Just kidding. Well, that's the world, the way the world is. You can. <laughs> no, this is great. And it feels really good to be back uh, chatting about such things. Um, of course, on our future shows, we'll have a third participant with us usually, but we just felt like we, again, uh, start off fresh with just the two of us and re remind everyone like why we, we have our Heart of Wellness show. So we're excited to be here. Um, we were leaving off of saying that we are co-creators of our health, right? It doesn't happen to us. It happens... What am I trying to say? You know, does it, Like things... Sometimes things happen to us. You're going to... We're going to go deep on this in a sense. Like, I fell on my bike this year. I... Um, I had an accident, right? The accident involved me pedaling down a street and wiping out on some gravel and, you know, I got injured, right? So, you know, that was my responsibility. I didn't have to be out there. Um, but sometimes people say, but it just happened to you. Well, of course, I was really looking at saying, I don't know that it just happened to me. I was like super not in the present moment that day, right? My thoughts were all over. It was a really busy morning, lots to do, lots to do. My mom had just fallen herself two days prior. I was thinking about that. And I wasn't really present, and so it didn't quite just happen to me. I, it happened with me, right? Like I was trying to own my end of that responsibility. Um, so that you know, what I'm saying, Dr. Paul, that fine line of like, yeah. do we create everything in our world, or do we? Do we so I like the co-create idea, right? I'm co I co-created that for sure. I completely was, you know, not maybe present to seeing the gravel in the road or taking the corner too fast or whatever. Um, so yeah, things in life happen with us. And that's a good way to say it. It doesn't happen yeah, to us. It, it happens with us. I mean, there's. I got uh, these books in front of me right now. The biology. <laughs> so many. He has so many books. If you could see it, people. By, uh, by Bruce Lipton. <laughs> okay. Let me just say, we're driving in the car to the studio, and he's got a stack of books in his hands. And I go, Paul, you are not going to be able to look things up. You know, you're not going to be able to look things up in the book as you're trying to have this conversation. It's just going to be too hectic. And he said, I'm not going to look things up. I'm bringing them with me to create the field of consciousness around me. Right? That Absolutely. Was kind of <laughs> I, I got to counter create the field of consciousness of my wife. <laughs> it's got so many, so many books on the table, Dan's but showing us books. The, the, the Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Uh, Lynn, uh, uh, how do you pronounce that name? I can't see it, huh? Can you see that, Dan? I can't. Oh, Lynn Taggart? Lynn Taggart, The Field. Yeah, the Field. Mick Taggart, Lynn Mick Taggart, The Mick, Field. Mick Taggart. Right. And, and uh, The Essential Principles of Chiropractic by uh, Dr. Virgil Strang. You know, this, this is uh, the, the, the writings of humans that we have. Uh, the, you Are the Placebo by uh, Joe Dispenza. And these are books that have guided me and really probably more, more, more than anything opened up my field of thought, my field of possibilities, and the the new science of of quantum, the quantum world, and how that is replacing our consciousness of the Newtonian world, or at least advancing. How about that? Advancing the possibilities of the power of thought, 
and the power of meditation, the power of prayer, and the power of creating a feeling of your future in, in your own mind and how your body and your uh, does not know the difference between future and present. So you bring the future into the present and you can create a new future, a new future of your own body, a new future of your own life. It's the biology of belief is literally creating the chemicals within your own body, the, the um, elect or the magnetic field becomes connected to the force of the field of the universe and you can literally put a powerful prayer intention uh, um, belief into the field and bring it back to you, draw things. Now did Paula have an accident or did she send out into the field chaos and, and needed a little wake up? I mean this is the debate of the human of how much input do we have in our own life. I know this, mm -hmm. you can eat an apple or you can eat a Snickers bar. And we have the apple orchards that's supporting WDRT and the Snickers bar is not our sponsor. So we're gonna choose <laughs> apple. Why? Because it means something. You choose that apple and it makes a difference in your body, especially an organic apple, compared to that Snickers bar. My, I, I will bring this up because he is my brother. His, his uh, oncologist had never seen the numbers larger than what he had when he went in and got checked for his cancering body that he's going through. He's only 11 the months prostate, older. Prostate. Was prostate. He's only 11 months older than me. He had no symptoms, and all of a sudden this thing showed up. And he quit sugar for the first time in his life. And within a very short period of time, his numbers went from triple digits down to single digits. And because of that, his insurance would no longer cover him. That's just the, the insanity of our world. Because he got so well in that moment, according to the charts of the numbers of uh, uh, being down to that level. And I, you know, he, so in other words, in a way, he's, he's not putting the toxin of sugar in his body anymore. And it completely changed his ph physiology of his body. We have that power. To make that change now is there other things he can do can he take out other parts of his choices like caffeine you know um, different again different choices that we're putting mm -hmm. in our body what do we so I we also have to detox why because for a long time this is this is part of wellness too is it might not show up right away and health or disease not, might not show up right away. It might take years of putting things into our bodies. You know, toxicity before. That's the amazing part of the body. It rebuilds itself, but it rebuilds itself. Sickness is also built in our body. Not only wellness, but sickness. Because are we building sick cells by our thoughts we think, our subconscious thoughts we think, the actions we take, we take the beliefs we have? Oh, I'm a bad person. I... You know, I, all these things matter. They matter in the form of how we rebuild our body, how we, what we draw into our life, and what we, and what we, how we respond to the things that happen in our life. Yeah, I'm going to summarize a little bit because Dr. Paul's 
you know, work in the field right now. I love that. And you, if you could see him, he's like got his arms going, connected to the field. I'm going to bring it back down into good old Gaia Mother Earth here, uh, three dimension, just to review kind of some of the concepts we've been saying. So um, many people, <clears throat> there's a discussion whether there's six uh, components of hell, seven, eight, you know, but the, the, the source we've been looking at here had seven components of wellness, just to kind of bring it in to see, Paul, where you've been covering different things. So I'm going to just say the seven that we were looking at here on this particular morning. Uh, physical, mental, spiritual, nutritional. This one says sleep, environmental, and life skills. Isn't that interesting? Those are the seven components of wellness. Um, we've been touching upon them, so I just want to kind of say the physical, we've been talking about that. Exercise, care for your body. Your body is your temple. Treat it. Mental, right? Mental. Dr. Paul was just saying it's important to recognize patterns of thinking, believing, and feeling, as well as behavioral factors in all health problems. What you think feel and believe dictates what happens to you. And that's, you know, that's one that is really exciting because I think that is often overlooked, right? What you literally, I'm gonna say it again, what you think, what you feel, what you believe dictate what happens to you. And I think in health we forget, again, the power of that co-creation possibility. So it's mental. Uh, spiritual. Some people are like, well, how does spirit have to do with anything? Everything happens for a reason. There's an important lesson in all things, no matter how severe the problem. Bad cannot exist without good. It is vital to look for the good in all illness and all things, a spiritual aspect of an experience in your life and your components of wellness. That's a big one, too. People don't, you know, why, would this, why is this happening to me? And then our sister-in-law went through breast cancer, and she walked out of that situation, first of all, thankfully, alive, and we're grateful for that. And second, she really did some good spiritual insight work for herself and really realized, wow, there's certain things in my life that she's looking at that can help her, you know, exist in this world in a different kind of spiritual, emotional space. You know, for her, it led into writing books about wellness and all these great things, but it really woke, awakened part of her in that spiritual sense, right? Why is this happening to me right now? What have I learned? Right? Third component of wellness. There's a great book out there called Doctor or uh, Love Medicine and Miracles by Dr. Bernie Siegel. He's an oncologist. Uh, um, I don't know if he's still alive, but he, he talked about the one thing in all the years that he was practicing working with people with cancer, the ones that had the miracle, the spontaneous remission. It didn't matter where they were in the level of uh, cancer. It, they are the ones that, that had some sort of spiritual shift, some sort mm -hmm. of a, a, a shift inside them. That's the way he described it. it inside his, their being that shifted, they like, whoa. And then they empowered their life. Maybe they changed their diet. Maybe they, they started praying more. Maybe they, they just, they went within. They let go of some things in life. Maybe they forgave themselves or forgive, forgave somebody else. It, it, was, it was a process of regardless of treatment it it was more their shift in their own being that that made the difference and we just had this experience this last weekend just a um, i was sitting next to somebody in um in our service and we had a little chat oh okay and here they had a, a cancer stage four about how many 10 15 years ago about 15 to 15 years ago and what they did is they told the doctor, do not tell me 
the diagnosis or the prognosis. So they found out this person was a woman, but she found out that, I mean, she found out that she had something happening in her body, and then she asked them not to tell her anymore. Yeah, she happened? went in and got had care, okay. and they and they did all the tests, and the and she she asked. N- no. Nobody to tell her. So no more. Don't and do and that. she did not find out until ten years later. Oh, cool. And her her husband knew because the doctor felt like he had to tell somebody. <laughs> tell somebody. So he told her. He told her, and the and the 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 husband never told her. And because of that, and we have uh, one of our teachers in life, Donnie, Doctor Donnie Epstein, would talk about more people die from the prognosis and the diagnosis than they actually do from the disease itself. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, one of my books right here. You are the placebo. You you are the placebo. Making your mind matter. It does matter. In fact, uh, uh, consciousness matters more than matter. Consciousness is the predecessor predecessor to matter. Our cells are 50,000 new cells you get a second are based on your um, um, your current current consciousness the beliefs that come from that and the choices that then follow if you wake up in the morning in a bad mood and you you start talking to yourself as you're looking into the mirror in a in a judgmental way and then you go into the world and it's hard to choose an apple over that cup of coffee with three scoops of sugar in it is is um or let's say this. We'll, we'll not say coffee because we love Wonder State. Okay, I'm assuming Wonder State is the WDRT <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> sponsor. So we all, gosh, well, coffee <clears throat> is awesome in a moderate form. And uh, so we'll say, how about that bowl of sugar? Uh, uh, Lucky covered, Charms. Mm. Oh, no, hey, hey. Lucky Charms might sponsor us too. So you got to be careful. <laughs> you got to be careful. We'll, we'll call it, you know, a sugar-based uh, um, cereal that you pour more sugar on top. Those choices do matter, and they do have an outcome in that process. But it does. All that matters. Right. That are, yeah, you, you've jumped. You've jumped through my. Uh, you, yeah, you're, you're covering the seven components of wellness that I was clicking through. That's good. But, you, I mean, again, our, our attitude matters. You wake right. up, and it matters because it's going to lead to your choices of the day, right. which will lead to your 50,000 cells, new cells a second. How are they going to rebuild? Right. So Dr. Paul is re-stressing the mental component, which is, you know, we, we have this discussion. <clears throat> which one is more important than the other, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Which, well, here's the one. Is consciousness is first. <clears throat> Right, so you're saying the mental component is more important than the physical. The bummer is the subconscious has uh, is 80 to 90 percent of our being, and so you got to tap into that field. And this is what the new quantum science talks about: is tapping into that field through your meditations and your prayer. You you bring that feeling and that consciousness into reality right now in the moment, and it'll draw in better choices it'll be easier to make those choices it'll be easier to get up in the morning instead of look at your tv or look at your texts in your um your texts and all your uh, all the news of the day that well oh, we better check in to see what the news is for today how about going for a walk and leaving your phone at home how about get out in nature 
How about, you know, maybe lifting some weights, going for a run, maybe getting on a bike. So they all are important. It's all, they're all important. But I, I'm kind of with you that that mental space is really important. We had gotten to physical, mental, spiritual. The fourth one is nutritional, which you've touched upon too. Like you're going to choose the apple. Nutri- nutrients are the ingredients, uh, the recipe for life. Make sure you have plenty of ingredients needed for well-being. So nutritional is important, like what we put into our engine, right? Right. But, you know, we had a friend once who we had this big discussion around M&Ms, remember? Yeah. We said, oh, M&Ms are terrible. And then this man who was also at that time a chiropractic student was saying, but can't we transform that? Can our, can our bodies not transform what we put in it? So we've, we've often had this little joke. I just know when I put a lot of sugar in my body, my, my engine doesn't feel as well. So I guess I haven't gotten to that po- point of transforming that sugar <laughs> into... You know, well, my, my consciousness maybe is holding me in that pattern. I'm not sure. Well, there is an order to it. And consciousness, you, so you have to have a certain form of consciousness. So then you have these beliefs that, that lead you to your actions, which then get your results. And your results of a new body. So the beauty of all of this is forgiveness. Forgiveness. The universal force of life is very forgiving. Why? Because a person... Like I, the person I met in um, at the service this weekend with the One Spirit Rising, they, their, their cancer, they shifted because there was a consciousness that she knew at that moment I was in trouble, and I had to shift my habits in my life, my thought habits, and my my. Whew, I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to create an intention that shifts. My body, so my body creates, instead of cancerous cells, is going to create healthy cells. And within a moment of a miracle, that's the beauty, is you can be forgiven immediately. In other words, I mean, and that's where, again, my sister said, well, you're blaming, you're blaming him. No, I'm not. It's about empowerment. It's about discovering the power we have as individuals to create a healthier you. And yes, yeah. there is limitations. Yeah, but that you know, the the blaming thing, you know, it is. You know, yeah, I love that you're. As soon as one realizes that they're responsible for their own health and wellness, and they can play, be an active participant in the outcome of their health and wellness, it, it is it's exciting, it's empowering, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I love well, that the co-creation. Like, like, as soon as your brother realized some of his choices he shifted them he's already doing you know quote unquote much better in the moment right his, his yeah. quality of life is much better he's like wow i didn't realize how much just shifting my diet could make a difference in my quality of life in this moment right and hopefully in many moments for his life that he can continue to be living but in this moment alone he's like wow this feels so much better and then of course beautifully his wife said i'll do that with you because i want to be in support of your process and she is like, wow. Her joints feel so better. better. She feels younger. Right? The whole I'm feeling so much better. It's like, again, participating and co-creating. Everybody feels better when they listen to WDRT <laughs> 91.9. It brings nothing but joy, peace, harmony, and even our principles today. Yes. Yeah. Keep it simple, sweetness. <laughs> yeah, Keep if you're it. just joining the show, if you just randomly, if you just randomly turned on this radio station, WDRT, 
and it is uh, like 12.40 on your Sunday afternoon, and you're like, what's on the radio? And you're flipping into, what? Who is this? This is Paul and Paula Grenier chatting. Um, we are the hosts of the Heart of Wellness show, and we'll be um, here every fourth Sunday um, chatting about wellness co- concepts and topics um, on your beautiful Sunday afternoon. So it's kind of fun. It's a nice way to spend your Sunday. You're having a little lunch. You can flip on the radio, and you can learn some tips about wellness. I mean, you know, Sunday's supposed to be that kind of day of in, in, introspection and reflection for many people anyway. So this kind of fits right in, right? The Tao Te Ching, verse 67, is our philosophy for today and maybe always. Simplicity, patience, and compassion. And having that with ourselves, having that with our, you know, looking at ourselves, that we are in charge. And you can't, you know, you start calling, I have clients come in all the time. I have this bad knee. Oh, you know, well, you start talking about your bad knee, and it matters. And so that's part, a good chunk of my work is allowing people an opportunity to shift their consciousness about their bodies, about their sicknesses, about their programs they're putting into our bodies. And that's truly the program we want to put into us is the empowerment of wellness to really see that you have a choice in a good chunk. The majority of your health is self-inflicted and self-created. You got both. You know, there's, <laughs> there's, and we've been programmed in the world that healthcare, health and wellness is like, oh, when I feel sick, I go get a pill, potion or lotion to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's an outside in job. The inside out job is where we are choosing internally to get up in the morning, to choose good nutrition, to good, choose good thoughts, to create a future in your own mind that creates health, wellness, joy, peace, and endless possibilities, that that is, you know, an internal empowered process. And yes, Mm -hmm. again, we need, when we get in trouble, we might need some allopathic choices, but it has hijacked our world right now. The the world of uh, inside-out business of pharmaceutical world has has and for that matter the in the in the food industry the gmoing of our food products the spraying of our food food products all of that has taken over so we even have to be more diligent about being well in the choices we make in life in order to create health and wellness in our bodies yes and lives i'm gonna um i'm gonna pull us back so I, I really feel like I want to get these okay because this particular article that we were calling off was from the Hopper Institute if that interests anyone in their vision of health and wellness and they have some good insight here so I was working through the seven components we said physical mental spiritual nutritional and they said sleep environmental which you were just touching upon well you better and focus life skills, on that right what's that I better focus on that no yourself Sleep is not one of Paula's... I was going to blow right by that. Good sleep hygiene is vital to life and for proper mental and physical health. Now, as he's calling me out on sleep, people, you haven't been on the air, but uh, he doesn't always have the best sleep either. So, but sleep is needed to grow, heal, and restore energy and prepare the body for future demands, mental function. So if you impair your sleep, you you impair your waking life and health. So definitely... And the last one they said was life skills. So they're just kind of saying it's important to, you know... You skipped over environmental... Well, you were talking about environment. Environment, what you do to your environment, you do to yourself. The environment affects your health your, through your senses. 
So there's environment. But now, interesting, this article talks about components, Dr. Paul, but then it also talks about the principles of wellness. So they also said on top of understanding there's these components to it, they said there's seven basic principles of wellness which are derived from studies of, of disease outcome. The following principles are characteristic of those individuals who typically have good outcomes. So they did a little survey or a little test or whatever you call it, research. So who are the people who typically have a good outcome to disease? Like the friend you just mentioned who said, don't, don't tell me my prognosis, I'm gonna do this myself. So there they have these really cool principles. So the first one is wellness is holistic, as we mentioned. Rather than the symptoms, it's important to integrate your body, mind, and spirit as one whole person. The second principle they realized was the self is only the true healer, yourself. Health professionals, no matter what they're trying to help with you, they can only help facilitate the healing process. It is your body, mind, and spirit that do all the healing. And that is a big one to remember. Again, I'm going to go to the doctor so you can, I'm going to go to the nurse, I'm going to go to the massage therapist, I'm going to do this. You can get all the information you want, but really in the end, you, yourself, is the only one doing the true healing. And we, we, we cover that principle a lot in our office with, with our clients, right? We always bring them back to self. Wellness is your responsibility, number three. And we talked about this in the spiritual realm. Look at each illness as a lesson in achieving wellness rather than blaming yourself, right? Take credit for feeling good, for helping yourself heal. Like Dr. Paul said earlier, it's not blaming yourself. You are empowering yourself to be well. You're taking the responsibility. You're looking at the situation that's manifesting in your life. And you're going to take that and say, what can I do with this? What can I learn and grow from this? Number four principle of wellness for those who did, have done well is positivity. Positivity is empowerment. Negative thinking strips you of power and control, whereas positive thinking empowers you with answers. Right? You are in charge. The way out of an illness or a problem is you're going to step in and be empowered and think positive. All things are composed of equal amounts of positive, and everything is a blessing, right? That's what you want to see. Um, five, wellness is an active process. Do not wait for good health to happen or be dependent on someone else to fix your problems. You create your own luck. Right? You must be actively involved in your health in order to achieve wellness. It is important to ask and learn from your health um, with that. But positive, wellness is an active process. Six, wellness is outcome-oriented. Do not become trapped by focusing on problems. As soon as you identify a problem, put your energy into the solution. You are the answer. The field. Right? You're drawing on the field. You, you yeah. recreate. Okay, it's a wake-up call. All symptoms are wake-up yeah. call. You are the answer, and that's really empowering, right? It's like, oh, something's wrong with me. Oh, my gosh. No, you are the answer. Even your little bike accident you talked about. Was it an yeah. accident? Was it, was it self-creation? Was it a co-creation that, oh, wow, i got to slow down. <laughs> i gotta, I got to make more peace in my life. Maybe i got to get more sleep. Maybe oh, personally, I called it my karma fall because my mother had fallen, and I didn't go see her right away, so I said, it's my bad, bad girl, karma. Bad girl. <laughs> but number seven, again, prevention eliminates the need for treatment. It takes very little time, money, or energy to prevent problems, right? Truly, the old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So be proactive in your health. We've been kind of hammering that for the whole hour here of, like, talking about that. Like, be proactive. Be proactive. Wellness is cheap in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, of course, organic food isn't cheapest today. But if you're, you know, It's cheaper than processed foods. We talked about that. It's well, you know, like, organic produce is not as affordable in the dollar amount when you go to the store. But if you eat but, mostly vegetables and fruit, you are going to, you know, again, which should be our diet choices if we want to really be truly healthy in life. Yeah, load up on the veggies. That's going to be more affordable than the packaged cornflakes or 
chips or you know that packaged stuff gets really expensive processed. in that sense processed, processed food. foods right yeah. so yeah it's worth it that that truly an ounce of prevention of eating the better food to start it's going to save you later when you haven't manifested some type of disease in your body from the imbalance of your of your body from eating bad food so it's definitely worth being a step ahead and being proactive responsible empowered all those good comments we've been talking about in our, in our wellness aspects this is one of the things that's happened in the world sad to say probably due to um, people money and power control is allopathic and uh, holistic care has been opposed they've created an opposition they're not in opposition if everybody takes their role they can be in sync together as you go in for an emergency care uh, a situation you can be uh, thinking and creating choices in your life that rebuild the health that it maybe got there maybe it's a good wake-up call it's like oh i'm 50 to 100 pounds overweight and i'm having all these joint issues and i i might be having organs that are struggling a little bit maybe my heart because uh, you know the heart the blood pressure well diet can help in there diabetes uh, two you know type 2 diabetes it's a lot of that is diet there's so many things they, the, the, some most of the number one killers in life are, are caused by the food choices we made in our life or maybe we unconsciously made because that's just we didn't know anything about the chemicals in the in the food and the and the choices we made because they rebuilt the beauty is again it's very forgiving in the form uh, uh, when when we uh, the body recreates itself on a regular basis, fifty thousand new cells a second, get a whole new body every year. Everybody has a a little different view on that, but this is information that we now have in the quantum understanding of life, and we have choices again that will determine our outcome. Mm-hmm. And life, you know, there's 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 a lot of stress in the world right now. There's a lot of stress that is created by the things we watch and read. And maybe we gotta also be aware of that. How much we watch in TV, how much we listening to to media, how much, what are we putting into our minds that create our subconscious thoughts? The thoughts of fear or the thoughts of possibility? The thoughts of goodness or the thoughts of stress? It all produces chemicals in our body and, and you know, fields in our own body that will then produce the cells that create the health or wellness. Yeah, that's a good point you brought up. I was, I was almost shocked. You know, our hours rounding up here. We have a few minutes yet, Dr. Paul. But, you know, wow, I thought maybe we'd get through an hour. I wasn't trying to get through the hour without mentioning that. But um, that is a big focus, part of our world these days, the... You know the telephones and the computers and the, you know it's really the what do we, what's your word for that techno te- what do you call it stress on the body tech elect you always have a cute name at the Le- office do I electromagnetic stress yeah techno techno stress or something like we we can see in people's bodies when they come to get chiropractic care like they're buzzing they're like buzzing like this is really interesting and we you know some days like say just get away from all that you know you hear people going I'm going on a social media fast. And most people, I haven't done my personal study on it, but most people I talk to do that, they feel so much better. 
it's just kind of like, you know, if we think back to how many years we can say, like, I can still say, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, those didn't exist. And pretty soon, our children are not going to be able to say, when I was a kid, those didn't exist, right? Our children are saying, when I was a kid, that happened in my life, and I'm, you know, borderline addicted to it. You know, there's literally centers for people with <laughs> technology addictions, you know? It's, 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 it's not a healthy thing to be engaged with a screen and that that it's, that uh it's hi- hypnotic it's it's uh it's really good to step away from it's what i'm basically saying yeah. we, we, we've done shows on this in the past all kinds of different you'll hear about it as we speak in the future but just adding into our overall wellness topic today of just kind of saying who are we heart of wellness what are we talking about that definitely is one of the the um stresses out there that that get us way out of balance. Well, here's the question. Is it harder to be healthy today than it was when our grandparents were around? And, and some people would argue that, and I would. Uh, but there's so many more opportunities. You have wellness centers. You have, uh, you know, so much more practitioners that are, that are working in the health and wellness uh, uh, natural form, like the... We have uh, um, nutritionists. We have, um, you know, exercise specialists. We have, you know, chiropractors. We have acupuncturists. We have all kinds of body workers out there that have, you know, a lot of that wasn't around in our great grandparents' way, but in, or day. But also, they didn't necessarily need it in a lot of ways because they were in nature. They were eating organic food before it was called organic food. They had, they didn't snack sugar all the time. The amount of added sugar is crazy, mind-blowing today than it was right. 100 they years had, ago. They had physical work. Which they didn't they have would, any of the electronics going right. on. They wouldn't have electric lights to keep them up on their regular sleep patterns. They, they were tired at the end of the day. They were tired at the end of the day, so they went to bed. They, you know, well, they didn't have the lights to keep them on. They right. didn't. They didn't have Monday night football on <laughs> to keep you all wound up until eleven o'clock at night. You know, it's 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 insane. It, with right. the amount of choices we have, they're out there to mess with uh, our field is yeah. is astronomical, and the amount of opportunities to counter that. And this is the key. If you work an electronic job where you're in front of a computer, you have to create. Uh, blocks in your life that you're moving on a regular basis, maybe multiple times a day, taking a walk at lunch. You've got to choose exercise opportunities. It's like, what a waste of time to lift weights. Well, in the past, we used to have to go haul wood, and, and, and it all happened naturally. Well, that, that they walked to work. Yeah, I want to say I'm, I'm reading a book about you know, kind of historical fiction. It's talking about the Native American culture. And this, you know, I'll say it, white woman was put into the Native American culture and she was having to live in their in their world every day and she said they have us busy all day there's so much going on with going to get your water and chopping the wood and doing this and cutting up the meat and blah 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 she said there's just no time for even a, a relaxation practice like you know in, in our society now people are often you know oh what should i do for my leisure time oh maybe i'll watch a movie oh maybe i'll do this you know she said there's i'm gonna read this there's no uh, there's no space for that. There's no there's no relaxing. They just you know head on the buffalo robe pillow and they they were sleeping hard. You know so. Yeah. Um, so so there's one thing I want um, and, and and that is definitely the case. It take it it takes more consciousness focus today to be healthy because yeah. you have to avoid certain things and you have to focus on on things that create health. But this is also a way to look at life that I, I think was important is. 
Are you a body, to ask this question, are you a body with a spirit or your spirit with a body? Or some people think that's all we are is a body. That will determine your outcome of life. That will determine your wellness. And in our world, we see ourselves as a spirit with a body. And so that if you can connect with more of that spirit within, more of that soul within, that energy, that life force, the more that you can create wellness because your choices will be based on that philosophy. So we, <clears throat> we started this hour, um, and Dr. Paul shared the Tao Te Ching, verse 67, this particular translation by, is by Stephen Mitchell. And I want to end with that paragraph again, if that's okay, before we completely wrap up. Um, this translation says, I have just three things to teach, simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simple in actions and in thoughts, you return to the source of being, patient with both friends and enemies, you accord with the way things are. Compassionate toward yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. And so we, we started about talking about that simplicity, patience, and compassion. And you know, in order to have wellness in your own little world, you need to be that. You know, keep it simple. Keep it simple sweetness. Um, the patience is a virtue, right? Just be, just calm down. And the compassion for yourself, right? It's easy to beat ourselves up about our choices and compassion for others on their journeys. Yes, and, and there's a patience. If you are going to change your health ways, whenever and we all need to reset every now and then, we all need to, to come back to that, to that source, you gotta be patient with yourself. If you gained a few pounds, it's gonna take a little while to let that go. It's gonna take a little while to get back in shape. It's gonna take a little while for your mind to get back in shape. If you've been watching all kinds of uh, media for a long time, it just, all of that takes time takes a little love, self-love. If you care about yourself and your family enough, you need to, and, and beings around you, you need to make choices that create more peace, love, compassion, and, and uh, patience, simplicity. Mm -hmm. Yes, keep it simple, sweetheart. Keep it simple, sweetheart. Well, thank you, everyone, for, for joining us today in this hour. It's fun to be back uh, at WDRT. The Heart of Wellness. We got some of the it, rust so, out. So Yeah, so thanks again for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Again, today we covered some of the basic principles of wellness, and throughout the course of our now existence again on the air, we'll be covering different aspects of wellness through the heart. We'll see you in a month. And bringing different guests along as we go along the way. So And thank you for tuning in to WDRT 91.9. 91 what a gift this is to our community. Have a great day.